pain has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News and World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope. And there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who've found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to today's show. The headlines say that obesity is a death sentence. It can lead to hypertension, diabetes, and even cancer. However, exercise can help overweight people live a longer life than even thin people who don't exercise at all. Jeanette Depati, who calls herself the fat chick, is a plus-size certified fitness instructor. She helps those who haven't worked out in years to safely start and continue an exercise program. Students range in age from 4 to 84, face chronic diseases like pain, and have limited range of motion from age, muscle or ligament damage, or overuse injuries. She's seen firsthand how chronic pain sufferers can improve their lives with regular exercise that's moderate and fun. And we'll also be talking to one of her students, Yvonne, who's also plus-sized and shares the enormous benefits of exercise on her knee and foot pain. Aches and Gains is supported by Endo Pharmaceuticals, Pentec Health, and Boston Scientific. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. If you have questions or comments for Dr. Christo, especially for upcoming shows, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. That's achesandgains at gmail.com. Jeanette Depati, who calls herself the fat chick, is a plus-size certified fitness instructor. She's seen firsthand how chronic pain sufferers can improve their lives with regular exercise that's moderate and fun. Jeanette, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thanks for having me. First, I've got to ask you about your nickname, The Fat Chick. Who came up with that? I came up with that nickname, and I'm very proud of it. (laughs) Well, Jeanette, what made you decide on that name? I picked that name as a way to explain to people that fit people look a lot of different ways, and some of them are big and some of them are small and some of them are fat and some of them are thin. So that's my way of owning the fact that I'm a fitness person, but I look a little different than what people expect. What's so inspiring is that you've transformed yourself into a triathlete and and a marathon runner, a personal trainer, and a fitness celebrity. How did you do that? You know, one step at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes one very sweaty, painful step at a time. But You know, um, one of the things that I've learned over the years is that you can do amazing things if you start small. You start with what you can do right now and then just increase a tiny, tiny little bit every week. You can get to an amazing place. I tell people to increase not more than 10% per week, and they say, oh, that's hardly anything. But 10% per week cumulatively is a lot over a year or two-year span. You know, many listening might wonder why my diet and exercise hasn't helped you lose weight. Uh, Do you mind telling us how much you weigh? I I don't mind. I weigh about 200 pounds. You know, there's an idea in this country that if you exercise regularly and you eat a certain thing, you will be thin. 
And the reality is, for a certain group of people, that's true. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into why a person is the size that they are. Um, I am much healthier than I was before, and all of my health indicators are good. But this is the weight that my body has settled at, and um, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life worrying about that number on the scale. I'm going to worry about doing healthy things and getting out there and getting on with my life and enjoying my life. Well, Jeanette, are your doctors concerned that you're not focused on losing weight? I'm very upfront with my doctors, and I say, look, I am totally about us working together to develop a healthy lifestyle for me. I'm not willing to put my healthy lifestyle aside to gain a certain, to, to get to a certain number on a scale, and I'm not willing to allow my entire life to be devoted to getting to a number on a scale. So if we can agree to put those two things aside and work on healthy behaviors and work on the numbers, then I'm fine with that, and um, that's worked out pretty well for me. I like your focus on developing a healthier lifestyle. Your book, The Fat Chick Works Out, isn't really about weight loss, is it? This book was the book that I wish I had as I was coming to accept myself, as I was coming through this journey of learning to love my body and learning to exercise again. So I really wanted to create a book that's for anybody who's at any stage that allows them to safely begin exercising and to allow them to cope with all of the physical, psychological, you know, emotional and spiritual things that get in the way of us working fitness joyfully into our lives. So that's what the book is really about. I agree. I read the book, and it is very practical. Jeanette, what are the benefits of exercise for overweight people in pain? There's a lot of benefits. Um, one is that uh, I think sometimes people with pain tend to get frozen in place. But I think that, you know, there's so many emotional aspects to pain. And... Um, Fitness really helps you with your emotions, period. It helps you feel better about yourself. It helps alleviate depression. It helps, um, it helps you feel stronger. That can help give you a sense of accomplishment over that pain, of um, making pain less the focus of your life and just making it sort of a side issue in your life. You know, I have overweight patients who will say, well, you know, Dr. Christo, I've been eating salads, I've tried several diets, and my pain is just too severe to exercise. Jeanette, how best can I respond to patients like this? They need to respect their pain, and they need to incorporate their pain into their fitness routine. I mean, it's very important to not completely ignore pain when you're starting your fitness routine because it tells you important things about what's going on in your body. But I would say that there are certainly ways of exercising that are better for people coping with pain. Uh, one is water exercise. And I know for people who have pain in their joints, um, it might be better for them to start with a form of exercise that's not weight-bearing. And how can we set you up in a situation where you're going to feel safe exercising, where you're feeling like people are on your side, where it's a positive environment, where people aren't going to make fun of you or treat you badly, I think that is also a very important part of helping people really of all sizes who are coming back to exercise to be successful. I think that's an important suggestion. Jeanette, how do you motivate overweight people to continue exercising despite the pain? I think it's very important that you focus on the pleasure principle as opposed to the punishment or the pain principle. And if you look at it as something 
that you have to do because you are broken or wrong, you're not going to stick with it. Okay, but at what point do you say stop because the pain is just too intense to continue? I think really you have to um, empower your students to regulate themselves because you're not inside their bodies. You don't know what they're feeling. Jeanette, what kind of pain do you feel we can ignore when exercising and, and when do we need to deal with it? What we understand to be pain is sometimes pain and sometimes isn't. I mean, sometimes it's just what happens when you're working a muscle that hasn't been worked out in a while and sometimes that sort of feeling is normal. I think when you're having any sort of pain that might indicate a cardiac problem, I mean, you have to deal with that immediately, right? So if you have, uh, you know, tightness in the chest um, and, uh, you know, pain in the left arm or anything that indicates that there might be a cardiac event, that you have to deal with. I tell my students to think of 1 to 10, you know, 10 being very urgent, acute pain, and 1 being a little bit of a twinge that says, hey, my muscle is being used. It's a matter of education, of working with them over time to help them identify, oh, you know, this feels like a four, I can deal with this, or this is a nine, I can't, and I can't do this. Yeah, you know, I think that's a good way to frame any pain experienced during a workout. And Jeanette, what kind of discomfort do you feel is normal during a workout? When I've done marathons, or even when I just do a 5K, the first, you know, K is pretty rough. <laughs> Your body's like, wait, what? <laughs> Your body has to get used to the idea of, no, I'm going to be doing this for 45 minutes or an hour. And, you know, eventually your body just goes, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do this because she's not going to stop, so I might as well just sort of get used to the idea. And your body finds a rhythm and sort of soothes out to a place. In order to make a muscle stronger, you're going to tear it down the tiniest little bit in every workout. That little bit of tearing down is normal. That's part of what you need to do to build up strength in that part of your body. Are plus-size people more susceptible to injury and pain during exercise? If the exercise programs are properly supervised and the students know what they're doing, not necessarily. I don't think that there's necessarily more of a risk of injury. A lot of times... um, Fitness people are not aware of some of the postural situations that can occur with somebody who is fat. And it's important for us as fitness people to understand in the kinetic chain how to help that person manage their posture properly um, to prevent injuries. There are certain postural situations that I see with people who are extremely thin. And I have to be aware of those as well. This is exactly why it's important for fitness instructors to be more sensitive to the needs of their plus-size clients. When we return, we'll ask Jeanette why fat people with chronic pain should exercise at all. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Endo Pharmaceuticals, a U.S.-based specialty healthcare solutions company that delivers innovative diagnostics, drugs, devices, and clinical data to meet the needs of patients in areas such as pain, urology, oncology, and endocrinology. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. Welcome back. We're speaking with Jeanette Depati, who calls herself the fat chick, and she's a plus-size certified fitness instructor. Jeanette, why should fat people with chronic pain exercise at all? I mean, they're already in pain and likely to develop a little bit more pain once they start a fitness program. Some of my students, when they started out, 
they couldn't imagine taking their kids or their grandkids to Disney World because they just weren't fit enough to do that for the day. Being fit allows you to do many things in your life that you couldn't otherwise do. So that's a major thing. In the long run, exercise helps you feel better. It makes you feel better about yourself. It allows you to have better sex, and who doesn't want that, right? Right. It, um, it helps your immune system. It helps you in so many ways. If exercise were available in a pill, every single American would be on that pill. It does amazing things in the body. You're absolutely right. Jeanette, I really liked your book in that it described beginning exercises for plus-sized people, things that no one would think about, like, like rock the block or marching in place. Will you describe for us those beginning exercises for overweight people? It might be marching in place. It might be riding an exercise bicycle. It might be as simple as lifting one leg and then the other leg, Um, sitting in a chair and just lifting one leg and then the other leg, or pointing your toes or raising your arms over your head and bringing them back down. Anything that moves your major muscles is all we're asking. I feel that a message of yours is that weight loss isn't tied to reducing pain as much as regular exercise is tied to pain reduction. I, I firmly believe that that's true. I believe that it's very important that you balance your body, whether that's a 200-pound body or a 300-pound body or a 100-pound body. Exactly. Do you suffer from pain yourself, and did exercise help you overcome it? I had a meniscus tear early in my career in my knee, and I've had a ligament tear in the other foot. So sometimes those parts of my body talk to me (laughs) still. I did a couple of things. One, uh, I got a really good sports medicine doctor. Two, I got to physical therapy and did everything the physical therapist told me. Um, And then I rehabbed very slowly in the water until I felt that I was strong enough and my body was balanced. And then I went back to my traditional form of exercise. I'm glad to hear that you've recovered. Have you seen people with chronic pain conditions do extraordinary things like run marathons and become triathletes? Yes. Um, In fact, one of my training partners um, in St. Louis has uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And honestly, she could kick my butt right now. (laughs) She is very strong and she just has learned to um, to manage her pain and, and work through it. And she runs marathons all the time. She's helped a lot of other people do their first marathon. Wow, that's impressive. Jeanette, there are a lot of quick-fix exercise programs out there. What can we expect from your program? There's no ending place. But along the way, starting right away, they should be experiencing um, mood improvement and sleeping better and feeling better. And then along the way, they can expect all the benefits of fitness from lowered resting heart rate to lower cholesterol, uh, better good cholesterol numbers, um, lower blood pressure, all of those things uh, that you've come to expect with exercise. Before we close, where can plus-size people go to begin a fitness program? Well, they can certainly go to www.thefatchick.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and there's a book there, and there's also uh, streaming fitness classes that we're offering a couple times a week that are free. And uh, I'm going to be beginning a new uh, Skype personal training program, so they should go to the website to learn about that. But they can also go to their local Y. They can go to their local community center. The most important thing is that they need to communicate with their teachers. 
Jeanette, I want to thank you very much for joining us today on Aches and Gains. Thanks so much. Next is Yvonne, one of Jeanette's plus-size students who's achieved great success in reducing her pain with exercise. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Pentech Health, one of the nation's largest pharmacy and nursing companies, dedicated solely to providing in-home care for patients with implanted pumps used for the treatment of severe pain or spasticity. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Welcome back. Yvonne is one of Jeanette Depati's plus-size students. She's worked with Jeanette for four years and has achieved success in reducing her pain. She joins us to talk about how she did it. Yvonne, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. Tell us, Yvonne, why you even began an exercise program. My pain was beginning to control my life. I was beginning to feel isolated and frustrated and not sleeping at night and getting depressed. And the pain pills wasn't helping that much, so I needed to get out and do something else to be more active. And then I have other uh, illnesses, too. I'm a diabetic, and I have high blood pressure, and then I have a cholesterol problem, so... I really needed to, you know, take control of that, too, besides the pain. And where is your pain? My knees, I have uh, arthritis, and uh, I have heel pains, heel spurs, and tendonitis. How intense and and how limiting was the pain? I couldn't hardly walk. I couldn't cope um, with everyday activities and just doing everything. You know, I have grandkids, and I wasn't able to uh, participate in things with them, like football and other sports they were in, and I began to uh, get depressed, and I even got angry at times, you know. Gosh, it really seems like it, it had taken a toll on your life. Yvonne, when we talk about plus-sized, in your case, what does that mean? My weight is 240 right now. I'm trying to lose weight. Sometimes I gain weight, and then I lose it, and I gain it back. And how did you find Jeanette Depati? She's my church member, and uh, she was advertising her exercise class. And that's how I came to um, start taking exercise for her. Yvonne, what was your individual fitness program like with Jeanette? Well, she did a variety of exercise. Uh, she did the stretching, and she did yoga, and she did Tai Chi. So it was like a variety of exercise that she did. What did you try before working with Jeanette? I went to the Y a couple of times to exercise in the pool. That didn't help that much. I tried doing exercise on my own, you know, uh, like walking and doing exercise in the house. And I was taking physical therapy um, for my uh, tendonitis. That's about it. What's unique about Jeanette's fitness program? Well, she's a special person. <laughs> I'm trying to think. She does so many things, you know. And she worked with the, with the plus size. That's what um, really caught me as you asked me that. She lets you exercise at your own pace. You know, she doesn't push you. You know, you uh, just do what you can. If you can't do it, you know, you um, you don't do it. Yvonne, what is your workout routine? Um, I started in a chair because they had programs on television sometimes with people with arthritis where you can sit in a chair and do your exercise. I can only do the exercise about five minutes, you know, so now I can do exercise now to about an hour without sitting down. You know, a lot of plus-sized exercisers with pain simply drop out. What made you stick with it? It helps me to cope with my pain more, you know. I, I, it helps me to control my mind and I sleep better and I'm more active now. That's wonderful to hear. Yvonne, how long did it take you before you started getting some pain relief from the exercise program? about a couple of years 
sometimes the pain was more intense than other times. So I really didn't um, experience the benefits of it until about a couple of years. Wow, that's a long time. I mean, some people might say, gosh, why even begin? It takes time to control your, your life and, and your pain. You know, it just takes time. You have to stick with it. You just can't give up. Even if it takes years, you still have to continue on. Yeah, you know, that's a very powerful message. Don't give up. Yvonne, is your family surprised? Yeah, they're surprised that I'm continuing on with exercise because <laughs> they thought I wasn't going to be able to, to do it, you know. So they're really surprised that I'm continuing to do it. Like I said, it's been like four years now. That's great news. Are you pain-free today? No, I'm not pain-free. I, but I learned to cope with the pain through exercise. Like I say, I, sometimes it makes you forget that you even even have pain, you know. You're able to control your pain. You're able to cope with it better through exercise. Has a regular exercise program allowed you to do anything you never thought you could ever, ever do? Yes, continue on with the exercise for four years. I didn't think I would be able to do it, you know? (laughs) Well, I like to travel, and I've been doing a little bit traveling, um, sometimes twice a year. I see my grandkids quite often. They come over, and sometimes I keep them for the weekend. We go out and, and, and do little things, you know, with them. You know, Jeanette has said that she runs marathons and has become a triathlete. Are you able to do any of those things? No, not yet. Okay. No. <laughs> Does your doctor agree with Jeanette's philosophy in her book, which is that essentially plus-sized people should focus on exercising and getting healthy at their current weight rather than focusing on losing weight? No, he doesn't. He's excited about me doing an exercise, you know, three times a week. He really want me to lose about 20 pounds, which is going to be real hard. Before we close, tell us how exercise has made a lasting difference in your life. Uh, I'm more active in my life. I sleep better. I'm not um, depressed like I was before. I don't sit on the couch all day and feel sorry for myself. I get up and just go out there and just do what I can. Good for you. And Yvonne, thank you very much for joining us on Aches and Gains. Thank you very much. Neck pain is a common condition that almost 75% of people experience at some point in life. Join us next time when Jennifer Gray, co-star of Dirty Dancing and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, takes us down her path of overcoming neck pain that almost paralyzed her to winning Dancing with the Stars in 2010. Contributing expert Dr. Ralph Justice then shares his expertise on the best treatments for neck pain. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. And you're listening to Aches and Gains. If you have questions or comments for Dr. Christo, especially for upcoming shows, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. That's achesandgains at gmail.com. And here's an email question from Jose in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thoracic outlet syndrome is a very confusing condition, and many doctors don't believe in it. If you get first, second, and third opinions that are all different, how does one determine the real issues associated with shoulder and arm pain? Why do so many people differ on the condition's existence? Jose, neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome is a complex disorder, and the diagnosis and treatment continue to cause controversy. It involves compression of the nerves in the neck, often due to trauma, sports injuries, or even certain occupations. It can cause arm and neck pain, headaches, and even arm weakness. The way the symptoms present can overlap with other conditions from the spine, shoulder, or wrist. Yet, evidence suggests that people with untreated neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome have a quality of life that can be as impaired as those suffering from chronic heart failure. A careful history and physical exam are critical. Electrodiagnostic studies, like EMG and nerve conduction tests, 
x-rays, and an MRI all help exclude other causes. The anterior scalene block, which is an injection into a neck muscle, may be an effective confirmatory test for neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome, and it's one that I perform under CT guidance to try to determine whether patients are good candidates for surgery or for botulinum toxin injection into the muscle to be used as a therapy. That's all we have time for today. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of WBAL Radio, Hearst, and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. From WBAL Radio, 1090 AM, you've been listening to Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.